0: Hey, man. How's it going? It's going very well. It's a beautiful day. It is uh, warming up, but it is still a little windy, a little chilly. It's, it's a little windy if you get a little wind
1: noise in there. It's okay. It makes you feel like you're out in nature with us. It's like so, the ASMR podcast.
0: It is. It is. <laughs> um, it seems a little uh, dirty to say how many days we've been at home since this podcast will be released. Well after the last one, this is true, and it's going to be the same number of days. But how many days we've been home? John? Uh, it's been
1: 388 days right now. We've been at home.
0: Yeah, and so uh, so it's been uh, it's it's been a long run. I think we have a ways to go. I think uh, it's starting to feel like a, a fourth surge may be happening, but. Uh, It looks like there ought to be light at the end of that tunnel. We're getting getting close.
1: Getting close.
0: So we are back at the Wessex Farm once again for this podcast. Always. The home away from home, our our office. Our our podcast studio. We we hope that they uh, label this uh, table and chair set sometime as the same shade of difference table. (laughs) We should get get our logos not just on the wall, but on the tent too. Yeah. The tent
1: would be kind of cool as well. I mean, this is like the official table intent that we always I mean
0: use. if you look at the number of cars in the parking lot that came to to see our, us podcast this morning
1: it, it's crazy it's it's crazy I bet Spotify feels real stupid for settling on Joe Rogan right now they could have they had gotta feel so dumb yeah those idiots.
0: At, at, at some point, they're going to come around, and they're just going to cancel Joe. They're going because they're going to
1: have to pay us double what they initially came with. That was and, and what so, an insult!
0: I know it. So, so you hear a laugh. So, so we have uh, our close friend uh, joining us for uh, a podcast. We're going to talk about uh, the impact of uh, COVID on uh, youth sports. So, uh, who better to talk about that than our guest, Fanyam? Uh, we appreciate you joining us today, and uh, so tell uh, our vast listeners. Um, we have Joe Rogan kind of numbers, in case you didn't figure yeah. that out. So uh, uh, tell our listeners a little about you before we get into to really the, the meat of the discussion. Well, Mark and
2: John, thank you for having me on your podcast. Uh, I have to say this is the first ever podcast that i've made an appearance on i'm an avid consumer listener but i've never actually been on one so this is uh this is exciting for me uh as mark mentioned uh my name is fanya matanga i am a soccer coach at woodford county high school in Versailles kentucky and also for King's Hammer Bluegrass Soccer Club out of Versailles, Kentucky as well. Um, I'm originally from Cameroon in West Africa. I, um, I live in Woodford County now because my wife is from there, uh, a nice lady I met years ago after I graduated college. Where you were a uh, soccer star where? Well... <laughs> the, the stardom part of that is is questionable but I, I did play soccer at Georgetown College. I, I will oh. tell
0: you that that I frequently talk to folks and and I'll something will come up about soccer and they'll be talking about some guy and I'll be like you know I have a friend that's that's big into the the soccer scene and he's a coach and former player and, and I'll just say fun oh find him. We know him. So, I mean, like, everybody in this area has had some sort of contact either through their kids or through the, the Georgetown college.
1: I'm, I'm a little pissed to be honest, because I didn't realize that you went to Georgetown college and I lived in Georgetown for almost a decade and I could have probably just milked that shit. Right. And like, you yeah. know, I, I'm friends with Fonium and like just the <laughs> amount of free stuff I would probably get preferential treatment. You, you and wouldn't everything. have paid for a meal. Oh my God. No, I'd have been living large. Yeah. So I, I think
2: y'all are mistaking <laughs> soccer for the real football football. football Uh, because the only people that you could get free meals off of were the football players
0: and the the basketball players who won national championships. Yeah. Which, which the Georgetown college, uh, really good sports programs all the way around. Very good. Absolutely. So, uh, we appreciate you uh, joining us today. And, and, and so the, the same shade of difference, we, we talk a lot about tech, but we kind of set this up as, as tech travel, social issues, um, and everything in between. And, and John and I have gone off the rail on, on politics, on social issues, on uh, environmental impacts, you name it. And and so it's great to have you come on and, and talk about the impact of, of COVID on youth sports. And, and that's uh, broadly all across the country has, has had a significant impact. Um, all the way up through the college and pro levels as well, but but we'll focus on uh, you know what you kind of kind of do every day. But before we do that, we always like to talk about what we're drinking this morning because we became we came ill prepared. We were drinking. Uh, uh, 2021 tap water and diet coke <laughs> instead of beer which I'm is sorry, unusual
1: that's, that's 2021 northern kentucky tap water? northern yeah, kentucky I mean, tap water yeah that's important it was a
0: good vintage yeah
1: there's aquifers up there can't beat them
0: <laughs> so uh Fanyan, what did you choose for your beer
2: today well i uh just kept it simple and went with a west six
1: ipa
0: okay Good deal. Well, John,
1: what about you? Uh, I went with the barrel-aged old ale uh, because, you know, as I explained to Chris, I didn't have anything to drink yesterday, and I was getting the shakes, so I figured we'd go high-octane right out the gate. Go big or go home. And, And plus, the last time Fonium was here at the West Six Farm with us, we drank some high gravity uh, we while we were here, we did. so I,
0: I wanted to relive that. Some experience. heavy headers. <laughs> yeah, we, we, uh, so, so several of us did invest in some high gravity stuff, and so when the weather warms up a little bit where we can kind of hang out, we'll do another high gravity day, and, and uh, I know I've got some interesting stuff. John has a couple of things, and, mm. and some of the other guys do. Um, I'm having the uh, Meadowweiss Berliner. Which I chose this for a particular reason, which is their Mickelweiss Hefe is the next beer to go up. And so I asked which spot it was going to go into so we could try to blow the keg early so I could try that one. And so this was it. I grabbed it. It's, it's decent. Not not a tremendous Berliner, but decent and then uh, Becca went and grabbed the keg, and she said, oh, there's quite a bit left. <laughs> so, uh, so
1: we got our work cut out for us. So, That's what I'm
0: hearing. So, so two of my friends were texting me from the main Wessex brewery last night with pictures, and one of them was the Jefe. Ah. And uh, I may have had it, but I don't remember having it, and I always love a good a good weed, a good hefe, and, yeah. and so uh, I was looking forward to that today, but uh, I'm guessing it's not going to be today.
1: Yeah, probably, probably not. Although I, I had a couple of those last weekend, the, uh, the Meadow Vice, I thought it was pretty good.
0: Yeah, yeah, I mean it's... I, it's, I liked it. Yeah, it's, it's decent, it's not, uh, it doesn't jump out at you like one that's got... Uh, cherries or raspberries yeah, or, yeah. or or something like that in it yeah exactly
1: um, um or or if it has um some vanilla in it because uh i know our good friend of the podcast brandy she loves beer that has vanilla added i don't even really like beer that much that's
0: what i thought she didn't like
1: beer. yeah i mean she doesn't really like beer that much but did brandy um, just say that She yeah, did. she did
0: wow. that was brandy yeah so uh yes yeah, so like she's here with us she uh she she asked a question about one of my recent beer postings to which i replied on instagram i didn't think you liked beer and then she replied back and she said i guess i earned that <laughs> so uh so yeah <laughs> so, uh, so we all have a nice beer. It's a it's a nice sunny day. Beer. Could be a little warmer, but a nice sunny I, I, day.
1: I think it's going to get there. It's going to go up a
0: little bit. Yeah. So, uh, so Fonium, we uh, we all used to uh, work together. We still hang out together, and we do. And um, I, I've uh, I've always enjoyed um, hearing about and watching what you do in the in the youth spot, the youth soccer. Uh, spectrum, and and I know you you spend a lot of time, personal time, uh, traveling and 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 participating in those things. So right. maybe um, start at a logical point for you and tell us some stories about uh, how you got involved and in, and in, and kind of what you're doing now at, at the various spectrums of it.
2: Okay, uh, how I got involved in coaching. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, so. When I graduated college, um, I had the option of maybe playing professional
0: soccer, but because you were an all-star, yes, well, which is what I referenced earlier, <laughs> and you know, you had a little of that self-deprecation, but but we knew you were good.
2: So I had the option, but um, I don't know, maybe because of what had been instilled in me as a kid from my parents about education, sure. I chose not to. I finished my degree and um, I got a job out at, um, at the Equestrian Federation doing development and just started working. And my former college coach offered me an opportunity to uh, spend some time with him helping coach the team at Georgetown. So that was my first involvement in coaching after I got done playing. And uh, the same coach also later on in the season asked me if I was interested in coaching a, a youth travel soccer team. And, of course, my playing days, my serious playing days were over. But because of my love for the sport, I figured it'd be a good way for me to stay connected and stay involved. So I chose to start coaching that team. And just as, as you know, one thing always leads to another from me doing the college thing and doing the club thing. I ended up not having enough time because the the college uh, travel schedule is brutal. Right. And because I had a full-time job already I couldn't make it to a lot of the away games. And so I just, because I couldn't commit as much time to that as I wanted to, I ended up transitioning
0: to, um, to just coaching
2: uh, travel soccer,
0: which is mostly weekend games. Yes. Yeah. Yes.
2: So that worked out better with my schedule. And uh, from there, I got an opportunity to start coaching as a JV coach at Lexington Christian Academy. Okay. With another one of my former coaches. He was the head coach there for the varsity program. Gave me an opportunity to get involved. Um, And eventually, through the years, I've ended up coaching. As an assistant varsity coach at Franklin County High School.
0: Oh, cool! I did not know that. Yeah, yeah. I went to went to high school there.
2: Yeah, and and uh,
0: long before you were
2: <laughs> a assistant coach there. I imagine. I imagine. I didn't want to say did, anything. Did Mark play I for I imagined, you while you were there? <laughs> no, I think I think I, think, I, I, think I played for Mark. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I transitioned. Uh, I, I actually moved over to Woodford County uh, two or three years into my time at at Franklin County because the head coach position became available and I applied for that. I live in Woodford County. I figured it'd be uh, a natural, you know, transition for me. And I took that job and I've been there for last year. <laughs> COVID year was my 10th season there. Wow. Yeah. Dang. A whole decade. Holy That's a cow. long
0: time. Yeah. And so, um, so let's jump into the, the impact cause I know you're still doing, Youth leagues mm-hmm. as well, plus mm-hmm. the the really the big gig, which is the high school team. And so, what what did the last year look like for that? Um, you know, we 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 I guess we started in this in March of 2020, yeah, correct? When things started kind of shutting down. Yeah, so correct. So, what did that look like? And and take us through that journey. So, two phases
2: here, uh, and I'll address the travel soccer side of things first yeah so our travel soccer season our spring season usually starts about late february march so we had actually just played our first weekend of games wow Uh and we're looking at uh, running practice the next week right so we played on a saturday played on a sunday i'm talking to the players about hey Here's the things we're going to need to work on next week. I'll see you all at practice. And then we get the email from the club saying we're going to take a two-week break. That's mandated by the state. And uh, we'll revisit after two weeks and see where we're at. And we'll get back in. So we all went home thinking, all right, in a couple of weeks, they'll get get a, a handle on this and we'll get back to training and playing well (laughs) the season finale for travel soccer is uh, at the state level anyway is with the state championships usually starts memorial day weekend and finishes up with the finals the following weekend in june up until about end of April May we still thought that was possible
0: yeah and, and you know we were still in that this thing is it really gonna be a big deal and and yeah so so there was a lot of uncertainty yeah, a I lot think-
2: of uncertainty uh, denial to be honest <laughs> with you sure <laughs> sure denial <laughs> um, parents not sure what to do with their kids who were going crazy at home Um so, unfortunately, that didn't work out. We've, they, uh, the state youth soccer association ended up deciding, eh, we're not going to do this for safety reasons. We're going to call the rest of the season off. We're not going to do this. Go from that to high school season starts
0: July 15. Middle in the summer when we're starting to peak again because of some things that happened uh, a a month before.
2: And and for us, that's a a key date for soccer because everyone's always leading up to that. You take your summer break, you know, July 15th for for soccer. It's, I think, July 8th for football and other sports. This is what we're aiming for. So working up to that point, we still don't know if we're going to have a season. And they kept pushing the date back. I think we started training. They let us start training the players in August. I can't remember the specific date. But they moved the season, just even preseason, moved all the way back into August. The restrictions that were placed on us were... Quite frankly, I don't know how we got through it, because going with what we were dealing with at the time, you had to provide the safest environment possible for the players and their parents to be able to participate. So, initially, they let us just start training in August, as I mentioned, but... They hadn't even decided if we were going to play at all. So the reason why they let us start training is to keep kids engaged. Mm -hmm. Right. Which was phenomenal and absolutely necessary because at this point, the kids had been home for, you can imagine how many months. Yeah. With nothing to
0: do. No external stimulation, activity at all. all. Yeah, Nothing at all to do. Riding the couch.
2: Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Driving each other crazy, driving the parents crazy. (laughs) I can speak from experience because I I was home with my kids. (laughs) And I'll tell you, let me uh, sidestep a little bit. For sure. This is a very personal story, but I'm going to share it because this is where I know a lot of parents were and they can relate to this. Um, Obviously, I drink. (laughs) But I, I don't consider myself a drinker, okay.
0: But and, and just to validate that, you leave way earlier than we usually leave. Yes, yes. 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 Let's just put that out there. yeah So everyone knows. Yes. And, and this is for all the uh, soccer parents yes, that yes, I, yes. I, are yeah. listening to this. yeah Fanyum drinks half a beer and leaves. And leaves. Wait, no, that's. That's David. That's, David. that's our friend David. <laughs> yeah, that's our yeah. friend David.
2: Oh, David Gay? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah that guy. Yeah, yeah For sure.
0: Le- legit. Yeah. yeah. He did that to yeah.
2: us. Well, he
1: he orders a second, and then he leaves without drinking it. <laughs> yes. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: So, so After he uh, invites somebody <laughs> else over to join us that we didn't know. And then know. he's out. Yeah. <laughs> my truck.
2: Oh, funny. But I've been home with, the, with my kids, trying to work and doing distance learning, helping them with their schoolwork at the same time for about four months at that point. And one morning, my wife taps me on the shoulder. And I promise, to this day, I'm not sure if I was sleepwalking or if I actually... Was present. I was pouring myself at seven a.m. a glass of bourbon, (laughs) (laughs) and
0: and she's a nurse at UK. All right, Uh, and she she saw this as is is a sign a cry for help. Exactly, she goes,
2: "Oh, we got a problem." (laughs) So she had to go into work that day. And beg her supervisor to let her work a couple days from home (laughs) to give me some relief. (laughs) Or else, (laughs) I don't know where I would have ended up. So I know a lot of parents can relate to that, which is why it was so important to get the kids out the house in the summer, (laughs) early fall. Uh, even though we weren't sure we were going to play any games at all because of what was going on. No one could guarantee the safety of the players. Um,
0: And and in the fall, we were experiencing a fairly significant uptick, as I recall. Another hike, yeah. Yeah. And, you
2: know, normally a training session for us is about an hour and a half. And... um, those dogs are going to sound the, really the, good on the, the podcast. The ambiance
1: of the dogs. Martin, Listen, that's background.
2: what it is. We'll just roll with it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> this is raw. This is real raw. That's right. On it's the real filter. world out here, <laughs> boys. That's right. That's right. This ain't no Joe Rogan filtered. In, in your studio. You know, all fancy. Edited and all that. No. I mean, come on. So, <laughs> so anyway, we... we we um, we had su- some restrictions on us as to what we could do at practice. Um, I only have one assistant coach, so what normally would take us an hour of practice ended up taking us two to three, uh, three or four hours because we had to train kids in groups of ten. Okay, and we had forty kids on the team, so it, it was it was very. It's very challenging. Uh, We went through that. And again, I don't don't know how we did, but we managed to, you know, there's a thing about human beings and how resilient we are and how adaptable we become after we get exposed to certain stresses in life. Right. Because when we started out doing this, I know I told my assistant, I said, this is not sustainable. I don't think we're going to be able to do this for more than a month. And we literally trained for a month and still had no idea if we were going to play games. And players always respond better when they know we're going to train because we have these games right. coming There's out. a there's goal. A,
0: yeah, there's a goal. There's an outcome.
2: So getting them to stay focused on just training alone was a huge challenge. And fortunately for us It's not like they had anything else to do. Right. <laughs> right. So, so they kept coming out, we kept coaching them and training. And eventually the season started about 3 weeks maybe 4 I can't remember at this point. It might have been September before we played our first game. Uh, but we went through that and things got easier. Um, The restrictions on how many players you could train, they started easing up on that, and we slowly went back to where we could train the whole team at the same time and play these games. Uh, There were other issues as well because transportation of the players became a big deal. Couldn't have everyone in on the same bus as we... As we know, we had pre-COVID, right? We yep. couldn't have 40 kids on the same bus. So we started taking about two to three buses to games. Wow. Uh, which is why that, that, that money, the PPE money that came into the schools at, was really critical because it, it helped pay for some of the stuff that we needed, uh, like cleaning supplies and, and other things of that nature. But... We really went through what's – I guess I'm hoping it's a once-in-a-lifetime situation, which knock on
1: wood. <laughs> I just saw Mark die inside when you did that. I had to. <laughs> it was awesome. I, had I love to. it. Knock on wood.
2: <laughs> We're not out of this yet. Right. And this is April. And I'm not sure what things are gonna look like in July, but I'm hoping we don't have to go through uh, what we just spent the whole year going through again.
0: Yeah, it, it feels like, so it, it feels like there's a fourth wave coming. You know, it's, it's curious to me how the fourth wave will look different than the previous waves in terms of numbers of people and the type of, of impact. It seems to be impacting younger people now, more than older people, but then younger people come in contact with older people, mm-hmm. but older people had access to the vaccine first. Mm-hmm. Um, I forget the U.S. population, but the number that jumps in my head is like 337 million. Something like right. that, right And And uh, I think John and I were talking last weekend, and I saw a statistic that, like, 25% of the U.S. population had had their first shot and like 9, 10, 11% had had their second shot. Um, so, you know, we, we certainly are making it towards those, those goals to reduce the impact and then to some extent that taught, that thought of herd immunity. Right. But I think we're seeing if you've had covid that's only good for three or four months of that immunity if you and and so so there are people that have been uh, there are a lot of people that have had covid a second time so so if they are not vaccinated they could could be in there uh, we're seeing the the pfizer yesterday they announced the pfizer one was still 100 percent effective after that's six good. months yep. so so that bodes well for for the impact to your season in in a positive way. Yeah, you know, as as we ride towards that. So uh,
2: yeah, I don't think we go away from from being cautious. I think even with the vaccine, uh, people getting vaccinated and and maybe COVID not being as uh, as prevalent as it was last year, I, I still feel like school districts are going to require us to continue to take these preventative measures and i hope they do because we see these surges all the time Yep. and that's usually when people let their guards down and i I would hate for something like that to actually at this point uh, cause us to not be able to play
0: and and along those lines volume i i I don't you know it's hard to keep up because it happens across the commonwealth across the nation but school districts in Kentucky for the for as long as I can remember, they, they shut down for snow days mm-hmm. um, but whole districts have shut down for days or even a week or two at a time right. for flu mm-hmm. right. and, and so this year we did not have a flu for all practical purposes because <laughs> everybody was doing the, the measures right. mm-hmm. um, so they mm-hmm. they're, they're so, clearly that impacted the flu. So, to your point, some of those measures make sense to keep doing for public health-related reasons, Absolutely. period. Absolutely. Um, there is also just, I don't know if either of you have seen this. I know you both read a lot, but um, there, there is a thought that next, the next couple of flu seasons could be uh, worse than normal because... They build the vaccines based on the flus that, that are experienced. And so those derivatives and variants right. are, are mostly right. unknown right now because this year was, was a very, very low flu year. And, and I remember a couple of years ago when we had a really bad flu, my mom was in the hospital for something unrelated. The Frankfurt Hospital was full, completely hmm. full, no rooms available, because of the flu. So, so the flu and COVID have a lot of things in common that the protections make sense overall.
2: So I, I know I read a lot, uh, but I can't speak for JFAB over here. He does. But I know he spends a lot of time brushing his hair, so <laughs> That's true. That's true. <laughs> you have but, no idea, my but, friend. But Tonium no is,
0: isn't that the best pandemic hair you've seen. Listen,
2: man, I ain't seen nothing like this in a while. Man, you it's know?
1: yeah, it's So what are you going to well.
2: do with this? What's the plan?
1: I I don't I don't know. I don't know. You know, people people have actually asked me, you know, uh, once once you get your second dose. Are you gonna get it cut? And I was like, I don't know at this point. I'm in so deep. What do I What do I do? Yeah, it's, keep going, man. It's a, it's a mixed bag of feedback. It's like when I did the mustache the first time. Some people were like, "That's awesome. You got to keep it." Some people were like, "That has to." Go. Yeah, get rid of that. It's, it's the same with the hair. Yeah.
0: The mustache, I think, caused you some problems, at country boy, didn't it?
1: Uh, it, it did. The mustache itself did not directly cause problems. <laughs> um. Your references about my appearance in relation to other individuals wow. who I didn't know caused right. problems at Country Boy.
2: you saying Mark set you up. Oh, uh, big
1: time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, he said I looked like John Holmes. And I didn't know who John Holmes was. So I did what any millennial does who has his phone in his hand already oh, I, you whipped I, the phone I, out. I looked him up on yeah. the internet at a
0: crowded bar with everybody yeah, looking at his up. screen so oh, of
1: course oh, now no. I'm the weirdo who's googling <laughs> like 70s male porn stars at the bar with literally a person right to my left in the stool and a person directly to my right in the stool and I was like, all right I guess I'm that guy now that's that's cool It felt
0: like a win for me. <laughs>
1: And because I'm a millennial, I had to let Mark know that is uh, exactly what just happened uh, yeah. in
0: that scenario. So so we don't know what, what going into this high school season looks like. What what about the travel league club stuff? What, what does that look like? Yeah,
2: so we've been playing. Uh, so right after the high school season ended, uh, we started playing travel soccer. Uh, people are doing the best they can to to follow the same public health guidelines as we did during the high school season. The only difference now is transportation is not the same as when you're playing school ball because the parents yeah you know are responsible for getting their kids to where they need to be. Earlier on we had a an out of state tournament canceled. Actually the, the tournament itself wasn't canceled. But our club decided they weren't okay with, uh, with the, uh, I shouldn't say with the, the safety measures that were put in place by the, the hosting club, because they were doing their best. But they, they, there were some things going on that our, our club wasn't happy with. And yeah, so they yeah. pulled us out of that tournament, which it's everyone's right at this point. You decide what you feel is... Good for your the safety sure. of your players or not, you know.
0: Right. Yeah, John and I, for different reasons, have made decisions mm-hmm. to stay mm-hmm. away from people. Yeah, um, for different reasons, yeah. but but they align, you know, with the same same outcomes. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Are, are you saying it
1: was kind of like the same
0: shade of difference? <laughs> it was kind of like the same shade of difference. <laughs> we we just made ten wow, cents because we both said, that was, it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that was, <laughs> that was, that <laughs> that was interesting. That's, <laughs> That's how we get that Joe Rogan money when y'all, people y'all say completing that. each other's sentences. Oh my man. goodness. That's right. I all right. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so so no, we've been we've been playing and, and we've actually been traveling some okay. and cool. and people are getting more comfortable with staying in hotels and things like that. Um, but as things are again, I hope people don't put their guards down too much. I know we're mostly uh all getting vaccinated now and there's not stories in the news about people that you know you personally know who are contracting covid and and so there's a sense that we're getting to the end of this but i don't think we are and we just have
0: to continue to be careful and and i think the impact so so um you know obviously the united states has had the worst per capita death rate uh in the world but the the long-term health impact for the people that didn't die i had a, a close friend who i thought was going to die and and i called and texted him multiple times a day every day he spent three weeks in the frankfurt regional medical center and and of course they pep talked him he had uh i think three of the treatments where he got the the plasma yeah. and things and uh, a, a couple of days before they released him, they just told him straight up that there were a couple of times he almost died. And uh, to this day, so he's been home now um, two months. And he has uh, uh, heavy fatigue mm-hmm. and um, chest pain every mm-hmm. day. Yeah. And he went to the doctor. We talked yesterday. He went to the doctor the day before uh, for the, you know, he's just continually following up, and they're like, "Yeah, you know, it's going to take a long time for your your heart and lung muscles and all the muscles around there to recover, uh, based on the impact." They they told him his lungs didn't look like they had any of the damage and scarring and things that some people have seen, but but that I mean, he's two months out of this and is still tired and has chest pains.
1: Yeah, a guy uh, a guy who works on. Uh, on my team with me, uh, shared a story on one of our, our team meetings a couple of weeks ago that uh, a friend of his had it, um, guys, probably early forties, I think, mm-hmm. um, it hit him real hard. He was, he was knocked out for quite a while while he got over it. Um, this guy texted uh, the person that I work with a few days prior cause he was so excited that, uh, you can't make this up. He, uh, he ripped a fart. And he could <laughs> smell it. And he was oh, so wow. stoked wow, because that's, that's it part. was like one of the first things he, <laughs> he smelled, smelled since he got COVID. That wow. Perspective. Yeah. 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 So I'm like, imagine, imagine being excited about that. That's yeah.
0: yeah. So um so 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 maybe uh the season starts with uh precautions but uh, but you get a, a full season in. you think
2: yeah no I think we'll get a full season and I'm very hopeful that things continue to progress in a good way and by July I think we'll be uh, we'll be fully ready to go
0: and as a parent what's what's going on related to school so what what does school look like for the rest of this year and have you heard anything about uh, the fall semester I uh,
2: haven't heard anything about fall yet but uh, in Woodford County, they ended up in December having families opt either for uh, for a in-person or virtual uh, learning. Yep. And so I opted for my kids to go in-person to maintain my sanity and not become that, an alcoholic. That's 7 a.m. bourbon. Yes. <laughs> yes, cuz I was going down the wrong path there. And and they they actually have responded very well. It's amazing. Good. It's amazing how much not being in a classroom changes sure the learning habits, right, of every single kid. Um, I have two very different younger children whose learning behaviors are very different Um, and it was made I was made more aware of these differences (laughs) when they were at home sure sure. learning virtually you know so having them back in school has been very good for for them and for me yeah
0: Yeah, I mean I think I think virtual stuff impacts everybody so uh, I could see myself if this had happened when I was growing up. Um, I think it would have had a bigger impact on most of my friends and not as big an impact on me. I'm, I'm, I know you don't believe this. We've talked about this, but I'm an introvert. Um, wow! And and he
2: keeps insisting about that. Yeah,
0: <laughs> but but I am, and 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 I was always uncomfortable in school. And so I think being able, I I think I would have interacted more in classroom activities remotely when I was growing up.
2: Yeah, but you know what, though, Mark? Back in your day. Of
0: course, none of this existed.
2: There wouldn't have been no virtual school. No.
0: (laughs) No, be no remote
2: learning. y'all. No. Well, what are they gonna have? Like stay on the phone with you? Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. tune tune to this radio frequency and get through your
2: your course your course load that way. Now,
0: yeah, my yeah. Uh, my first computer was a Commodore 64, which I got when I was a senior, and didn't uh, didn't Wait, get to that? use until uh, until college, where I used it to plug into. My phone, plug into the TV as the monitor, had a cassette drive as the, as the hard drive slash oh, yeah. backup drive.
2: Did he just say cassette drive? Yeah, I he did.
0: did. He did. And, and, the uh, and then uh, would log into the mainframe to do classes and, <laughs> and then save my stuff. And, and uh, the, the computer labs were always full because it was just a mainframe lab. Very expensive stuff. Oh, my goodness. And uh, and so then I would set an alarm for like 2.30 a.m. to go to one of the labs to print my stuff for class. And you'd still have to stand in line half hour, 45 minutes to be able to go print your shit. <laughs> Hell, yeah. So, so yeah. What?
1: Yeah. yeah. Although, you know, I mean, I've, I've thought about the same before, too. And I think... Um, kind of the learning habits that you have change over time as well. Sure. So like when uh, when I was in college, I still remember I had uh, a professor for my wireless networking class. Um, he was from Columbia. He had a family emergency, and so he had to fly mm-hmm. back to Columbia. And so he recorded two weeks of lectures to cover when he would be gone, and he posted them online so you could go watch the lectures and – go through all the same material so it was business as usual for those two weeks but you just instead of going to class Class, you had to watch watch. the material online and uh that was a train wreck for me like i (laughs) i got absolutely nothing out of those two weeks absolutely nothing it was useless and now, today, I do all kinds of learning online. in that exact format online yeah. because, you know, I'm a, I'm a different person. My learning habits are different. You so. are a different person. Yeah, that's that's for sure. Yeah, that <laughs> In so
0: many contexts, you In so many contexts, yes. But, yeah, I do think we learn. Uh, the way we learn evolves over time, and, and I think we become uh, more diverse in the ways we're willing to learn. Yep, absolutely. Absolutely. And just, just kind of like your, your
1: personal discipline and, and sort of the things that, you know, work for you at the time kind of change over time as well. So for sure, I can see that making a big difference for a lot of people.
0: So Fonium, we appreciate you uh, joining us today. Yeah, it's great to see you. My pleasure. Um, Maybe. Hopefully we picked a warm enough day.
2: Not really. No, yeah. Could it, be warmer.
0: It is a little chilly, Maybe. even for me.
1: You know, I, I, I love the idea of having Fonium on. I think this is great. Um, I am going to have to put my foot down though, Mark. Uh, our next podcast guest cannot have better hair than me. So yeah, I'm just going to say, wow. he does, I'm just going to say, a, he does wow. have really good hair. He does. He does. I'm, wow. I'm, 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 I'm tipping the
0: scales in his favor. I don't and I know, just, man. I, I think,
1: feel inferior. That's I all. think you're, I think you're getting <laughs> close.
0: <laughs> and, and, and not to embarrass you or put you on the spot, but, but we, uh, we refer to you as the beautiful one. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying I have never been at the Wessex
1: farm and had someone individually <laughs> offer me and me alone pie. And call me beautiful. And say that I'm beautiful. Listen. It's never happened. Are
2: we are we gonna give the backstory of that we're gonna
0: know <laughs> we uh, nope. people keep wondering Next. what's going on? We'll have you back.
1: Oh, uh, there we and go. We'll,
0: and we'll talk about if, something else.
1: If you want to set the record straight, you have to come back. You have now. to come back. <laughs> you guys are good at
0: this. And and um That's why we get Joe Rogan money. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Joe Rogan wishes he was <laughs> so uh um i wanted you to know in case you haven't looked at your phone one of your favorite things for me to do is to send you podcast videos and links for other things to consume and so i have sent you a really really cool um youtube video about a book report on uh, so kind of some analysis of uh, what we just finished talking about and why we're here and it's uh it's well worth your 10 minutes
2: just so you know <laughs> I saw it. I tried to ignore it. But this is just what Mark does. He <laughs> just be forever giving me homework.
0: And and have I ever sent you something that you looked at and, and you were like, Oh, I wish I hadn't have seen that. Yes. Really?
1: No, nah, I'm kidding. No, no, no. Oh, I was I was gonna oh. say, did you did you send him the website for our podcast?
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, he didn't. No, uh... It's kinda weird. Kinda weird that he didn't send me that. We we just expected because we, we have that <laughs> Joe Rogan money that you knew that about. That I'd it. find it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's out there. All right. <laughs> it is. Well man, we really appreciate it. We want to have you back. Let's talk about all sorts of things on a warmer day and uh and maybe we'll uh maybe it can be one of the days we do one of those high gravity things. Oh, I know we all enjoyed the flavors nice. and taste of those. I can't was, hang with
2: y'all but That'd be nice.
0: That yeah, you don't have to hang. Just uh, you know, <laughs> take smaller amounts. But I, I mean, we <laughs> kind of hard to
2: the way you you guys roll, oh, man. Yeah. I'm yeah. Telling yeah. I tell
0: you, professional. I will say that was an epic day in terms <laughs> it was of fantastic of what we tasted. It was the 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 good uh, beer that people make. it's yeah. just amazing. For sure, it was, it was high
1: quality for sure. Yeah. Uh, I'm looking forward to doing that again.
0: So, uh, so John, uh, where can people find you online?
1: Yeah, people can find me online. My website, unusually dot pink, um, has my blog. And then if you go to the about page, it's linked to on any other page on the site. Has blurb about me, links to all my other places on the internet, Twitter, GitHub, my other websites, all the fun stuff. Really cool theme that we talked about in the last episode. All that. Um, still haven't linked my chess profile there. That's. That's going down the hill Yeah, with, this, ga-
0: with this game stuff coming on, oh, chess God, is going away. No,
1: it's, it's going downhill faster than like Chris's mental health uh, while his <laughs> kids are at home. It's it's not good. So uh, yeah, we're, we're going to have to turn that around before I link it. But uh, enough about
0: that. Where can people find you online, Mark? I'm a craft brew geek on all the socials. And since we recorded this on the same day as the last episode, I'll just repeat that. <laughs> I'll have some extra time soon to actually work on my website. Um, so, so hopefully we'll get a website up soon. You know, Mark, be,
1: do you do you know like maybe like someone who does like development who can know maybe like could help, help me with out? That?
0: Yeah, I'm just I mean he's got extra time dying. now because his <laughs> kids are back in school. Yeah, I mean I hear they're they're going in. <laughs> does he, he? He's got lots of time. <laughs> I, I mean, it seems to me if I, I could buy him a bottle of bourbon and he could just knock it out yeah, for me. Yeah,
1: I'll
2: send you a list. All right, you do that. <laughs> All right. uh,
0: Thanks again, Fanyum. John, I'll see you on the next one. Have a good one.